I think that it's so important to find someone who understands exactly what you're about. So someone who wants to get to know you. The photographer is more than just the person that, you know, clicks the shutter on the camera and then delivers the photos. I feel like you have to be super clear and you need to communicate. And for me, what I love to do is I love to meet with people beforehand. Obviously, meetings nowadays are all, you know, Zoom or phone, but that's fine too. Like meet and talk and go through your expectations, your fears, what your brand is about, you know, any message that you're trying to convey to your audience, tell your photographer that. Like the communication beforehand for me helps me so much. It helps me to make sure I understand who I'm capturing. Because if you tell me that you're super shy, you know, you're an introvert, you know, you're not super social, like all these things matter because it's going to help me to understand how do I get this person's personality to come out. Welcome to the Juicy CEO Podcast. Listen, it's time to give you some hard truths. So sit up and pay attention. If you don't know how to stand out online today, you have already lost. In order to create credibility, influence, and real staying power, you have to build a personal brand with some juice. So join me, personal brand strategist, coach, and breast cancer survivor, Monique Bryan, each Wednesday morning as I teach you all the tips and tricks I use to build my six-figure brand while in remission. It's time for you to get to that juicy CEO status by learning from some badass women in business who've been where you are, showing you that juicy CEOs are made, not born. So sit back, relax, And let's get ready to get into the juice. Okay, my lovelies, you guys are in for a special treat because I love it when I get to interview creatives on the show who are also super business minded. Okay, you guys think that may go together, but that does not always go together. So I have watched Samantha Clark shoot influencers, weddings, and some of my favorite business besties, but not moi. Not yet. Oh my gosh. We got to change that. And we got to change that for 2022. Okay. She has such a gift for capturing the very essence of a subject that I just want to be the next one. So let me tell you a little bit about this queen. Samantha is a lawyer and award-winning international photographer. She has photographed over 250 wedding and portrait commissions in destinations across North America, Europe, and the Caribbean. Samantha's portfolio boasts over 50 publications since 2011 in prestigious media outlets, including Ebony, Essence, Wedlux, and Martha Stewart Weddings. Despite the responsibilities of her business, Samantha is also a photography business coach, mentor, and educates within the creative community through her signature program, workshops, and coaching. Welcome, Samantha Clark, to the CEO stage. Woo! Thank you so much. I can't stop smiling. That was such an amazing introduction. Thank you, Monique. (laughs) You're welcome. You were all of that and more and more. And I want to like share everything about your journey and how you did like this major pivot from being a lawyer to this full-time, super successful photographer. But I first want to congratulate you on your new addition to your family. Thank you. There isn't a ton of pictures on your Instagram feed, but 
I also know as like parents that it's your prerogative to not, but I'm just like, I want to see cute little baby faces all the time. Goodness, it's so hard. Like I'm, I have to like exercise restraint because he's so cute. I have a thousand images of him in my phone because <laughs> he's adorable and you know, he's just the light of my life. So thank you so much. It's been an amazing journey as a mother so far like just the morning I've had has already been crazy <laughs> but here I am <laughs> here you are still looking coiffed still looking like you got it all put together from the shoulders up and that's what matters sometimes that's all that matters <laughs> right I love that and you know you can always you just send me like baby pictures on the download that's fine sure will just share she can always cheer up my day with a cute little baby face <laughs> anytime anytime so Let's talk about this such an interesting pivot from lawyer to full-time photography business that it like, did I read that you doubled your salary in under a year? Yes. Yes. That this is, is crazy. Correct. <laughs> okay. You got to tell people about this. How did this come to be? Yeah. So I always had a passion for photography. I remember when I was about to start my undergrad degree I had looked at schools that had photography as a minor. So I was like, maybe I can do it on the side. Like I, I never thought it was always there for you then. Yeah, always, but I never really thought that it could be a full time career. So I literally was like, okay, I'll like dabble in it and, you know, enjoy it on the side. But then, you know, my main goal was always to be a lawyer. Cause I'm like, okay, that's how you, you know, make money, be successful, make your parents happy, all that good stuff. But I realized quickly that. You know, photography was something I couldn't give up. Like my camera was just something that helped me express myself. And it was something that I did for fun. So throughout college, it was just fun. You know, we're going out, we take pictures, we have fun. And then when I graduated and I was in the process of starting grad school, I thought, okay, this would be a good way to make some cash on the side and, you know, do it for fun at that time as well. So I had started and, you know, quickly became more and more sought after. So a lot of people were like, hey, can you do my event? Can you do my wedding? And I was like, sure, because I really did enjoy it. I still decided to go to law school and, you know, I actually enjoyed being a lawyer and going to law school and all of that good stuff. But Photography was just something that helped me to travel and do really like fun things, happy things, and, you know, lets me tell a story through photos. And so I decided to go full time. And thankfully, you know, the world just sort of welcomed me with open arms. Like people just sort of said, okay, it's interesting, you know, taking that leap of faith and it working out. Sometimes you just got to take that leap, but. I did. And I'm so glad because now I get to do what I love full time and travel the world. Yeah, I get to travel. <laughs> and that's really what I wanted to do. It's something like when I started law school, I was like, okay, I want to be an international lawyer so I can travel. I thought that international law meant you could travel. No, it, it doesn't mean that at all. It doesn't mean but that. I figured that out. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe <laughs> I won't get to travel as an international lawyer. And so uh, the travel was important to me and photography allows me to do that. And I'm so, you know, grateful for that. Like, it's it's truly amazing. I'm still a lawyer, but I just don't practice. Did you leave? So did you leave? Were you working for like a law firm and then you had to leave? Was, was your bank account just rising? You were like, I don't, you know, I need to choose. How did you make that? Like, what was it? Was there like a like a 
pivotal moment in time where you were like, it's time to move. It's time to change. Yes, yes. So I was working full time and I was doing both. I was working as a lawyer full time, nine to five or, you know, nine to five ish. And I realized sort of like in the process of juggling both that I was really getting burnt out. Like it wasn't something that was sustainable. And I realized after I actually had a car accident and it was it was not my fault that the other driver like hit me and then ran away on foot. It was an instant moment. Yeah. Like he they, they hit you and then jump out their car and took off. Yes. On on foot, ran away. <laughs> wow. You know what? I remember this part of this. Okay, continue. What's wrong with people? Where are you going on foot? Where are you going? I don't know. Uh, I don't even know what happened to him. Like I you know, cause everything got resolved like insurance wise and everything but literally it was such a weird moment and I remember just thinking even though it wasn't my fault it was almost just like a a shake it was like okay get yourself together and do what you really want to do because you just never know what the future holds you know so I was like okay I think I'm gonna go ahead and make that transition and, you know, see what happens at that time. You know, I was young. I was, you know, I had the support of my family. And so I decided to, to transition to photography full time. And it was truly the best decision at that time. Like it was, it was the right decision. So it was, that was sort of a wake up call that helped me dive in. That's a big wake up call, girl. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I hit by a freaking car. And I feel like that's what kind of happens in all of our lives, right? When we make that decision to go after the thing, like something dramatic has to happen. I find like it's never just like, oh, I woke up, didn't decide it tomorrow that I'm going to go full time and to do this thing that was kind of a hobby and I really love to do. It was like, no, this shit went down in my life. And I was like, no more waiting. Let's go. Let's go get it done. That's right. And that wake up call was thankfully at a good time. You know, like it was I didn't have any pressing concerns at work. Like it, it was like a good time to leave. I still have great friends within the legal profession and my boss, like we, we still communicate. So it was a good time. Like it wasn't like you're not doing a good job at work. It, you, you know, like it wasn't anything negative. It was just like, okay, I think now's a good time. <laughs> the timing, the timing was right. The timing, was, the timing right. was right. Yeah, for sure. So that helped. Well, that's good. I must admit, like, your current clients were happy to have you and other people started discovering you. So what were some of the things did you, I mean, it seems like you got a lot of business like through word of mouth. Was there any like marketing initiatives that you had to do that you were like, oh my gosh, I had to go do these things that I wouldn't maybe even traditionally do now? Or is there things that you did that you're like, I still do this to this day? Definitely. I do think so just in general, I'm, I was always very consistent about sharing my work. So although I had a lot of people who referred people to me and it was like word of mouth was really great. I was just really on a regular schedule of sharing about my work. So one thing, obviously, social media is for photographers. I think it's a huge, huge driver in marketing you know, force. It's free. It's <laughs> as long as you can post. It's visual. It's visual. Exactly. So right. if you can post great work and, you know, sort of like in my case, I developed a look and feel to my work. So it was a consistent look and feel that people can relate to. So people would see themselves in my photos and want to be in my photos. So that really helped with being able to get clients from all over the place. And I'm sure that If I hadn't taken sort of like an intentional 
approach to my social media and my blog and my website, I don't think it would have had the same outcome. So I definitely put a lot of effort into, you know, what I was sharing. You know what I mean? So I still do that to this day. I, I'm very intentional. I curate what I post. I think about what do the clients that I want to work with, what do they want to see and what appeals to them? And that keeps sort of like a constant flow of individuals coming through the door. The right individuals. Absolutely. And I mm-hmm. also have a great network of fellow business owners who are sort of like friends, you know, to a certain degree, like people who trust that I will handle their friends and clients with professionalism and great attention. And so that helps as well. That's brand right there, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a reputation and brand right yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. It is. So we were talking a little bit about how, you know, you're not putting your cute, adorable baby on your Instagram. All fair, all allowed. And so I'm curious how you do that balance of maintaining your like your professional and business with people who may want to know the behind the scenes of Sam, because I know that is something that a lot of women struggle with. It's like, how much of this do I share and what parts of this is business and what parts of it do people want to know about my life? What's your thoughts on that? Well, I am a new mom, so I I haven't even really made up my mind yet as far as, you know, what that means for my business. You know what I mean? I did share my pregnancy, you know, not even my pregnancy journey. I didn't really share the journey, but I did share, you know, these amazing photos. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that kind of is it was intentional. Like I told you, I have an I always think about, okay, what could be the outcome of this action. And it's kind of tiresome to, cause you know, you're always thinking about, okay, how is this going to affect my, you know, business and my audience? But it does help to sort of just think about what you're comfortable with sharing. In my case, my son, he's three months. Like he's still so young. Oh, he's bitty. Yeah. He's still so young. And, and I think I also, want to just enjoy the moment of being with him and sort of like take in everything without having to share it just yet. So I'm not opposed to it completely, you know, and I'll probably DM you a few photos of him. But at this moment, I do, I like to sort of make sure that my mindset and my feelings are just like fully felt. Like I want to feel present And I felt that way with my pregnancy as well. Like, I just wanted to feel it for myself first before I open it up to, you know, public consumption and opinion. opinion. And, you know, I've never likes and comments and comments. And I knew I knew that I've never experienced negativity per se online, but even even positive comments, you still respond to like it's still an it's still something I I try to respond to everyone. So. I didn't want to put something out there that I wasn't ready to, you know, respond to and all that good stuff. But nonetheless, I think it's important to make sure that whatever it is that you're sharing with the public and the world is something that you're comfortable with. You know, don't put something out there if you're not ready to, you know, deal with what might come afterwards. So my personal life is something I do share, you know, bits and pieces of. Not not too much, because if I didn't share any at all, then it's almost like, why would someone hire you? They don't even know what you look like or what you're about. 
you know? Yeah, people want to hire people that our values are like aligned. Right. And I feel like photography is very personal. You're welcoming someone into your space to take pictures of your your face, you know, (laughs) like... Your face, your body, maybe yeah. your family, exactly. your baby. Exactly. And why would you trust someone that isn't trusting you with a little bit about them too? So I do share. And so, you know, I do think it's important to share to a certain degree. So yeah, it's, it's a somewhat of a balance if you can. And when you were talking about your pregnancy, like you did share about your pregnancy, but I want to talk about this Beyonce level photo shoot that you did. If you guys don't know we'll put her her link to her her instagram in the show notes but this photo shoot was so epic but aside from it just being stunning you said in your caption you were like i have a new appreciation for my body and that's something i think a lot of people need to hear right now and i'm curious what your advice would be to women who are thinking about doing photo shoot, whether it's pregnancy or brand or business and everyone right now, especially, I'm sorry, coming out of COVID, everyone, I've been talking to everybody. We all got our COVID outfits, like our COVID body now versus the pre-COVID because we've gained some pounds and, you know, they're afraid to have a shoot. They're afraid for people to see them how they are. What came about for you? Well, I do think, first of all, thank you for mentioning that photo shoot it was probably one of the most exciting moments of my pregnancy and it was a celebration for me to do that in the midst of being pregnant and worried about everything that could you know possibly happen I decided to celebrate the moment and looking back I'm so glad I did like I'm just so glad because it went by so quickly and it's something that I think we all can you know relate to this moment we're in right now it's just it's temporary i hope and it's gonna fly by and so if we sort of let ourselves get into a rut we're gonna look back and be like i missed it like i missed a moment i missed it capitalize on you know whatever it is whether it's a milestone moment or you know something within your business that you're trying to launch You don't want to look back and say, oh, I wish I had done that or I wish I had captured that moment. And it's not going to be always a perfect moment. You know, I remember the morning of that photo shoot, I was tired. I wasn't feeling well. I, you know, like I was hungry. Like there was so many things. You were real pregnant. I was. And I, I still can look back at that day because of those photos and say, it was still a good day and it was still a good time in my life, despite, you know, feeling under the weather and, and not as glamorous as I looked in those photos. I still like I remember after the photo shoot and I, we you know, we were driving home and I was just like, I, I felt like a tear in my eye. Like, oh no, like it's over, like it's almost over. My pregnancy is almost over. But those photos helped me and will always help me remember that moment. So I encourage people to sort of step out of that place of fear and, you know, fear of judgment, especially to embrace that moment and being in the present. It's really important. And it it helped me to be able to look back and feel really proud of myself and my body and my ability to push through even in adversity and hard times. And I love that because that's like essentially what you capture in your photos for other people too, right? All these moments. And even though 
I think of like, you know, brand shoots are like also my jam. I love to like curate them. And I think about the women who come in and, you know, no makeup, hey, nothing's done yet. They're tired, like get me some coffee and they sit in the chair, they get their makeup done that, you know, you can see the levels going up, like their face a little lift, then their hair is done. Then they put the first outfit on. By the time they get in front of the, the, the photographer, it's game over. Like I don't even need to be there. They have diva has shown up. And I, that's what I love about that transformation. And then you've got, no matter how you felt, those pictures, you get to look back. I have pictures that I get to look back at and it's just, it's like you said, it's, that's the photography. It's the capturing those moments. You've, ca- you can have all those same feelings later, years later, just looking at them. So I love that. Hello, my lovelies. I hope you're listening closely because I'm about to come through with the juiciest of announcements. I don't know about you, but I am so sick and tired of Zoom learning and virtual connections. That is why I am so excited to announce that we have just opened applications for 25 badass women in business to join us in Miami in 2022 for the very first ever Momentum Personal Branding and Business Retreat. Yes, you heard me right. We go into Miami. But first, let's get something straight. This is not a rah-rah retreat or a conference. Momentum is a personal brand building experience. It's a three and a half day hands-on training where we get to work. I am partnering with some of the top experts in the game. I'm talking marketing, social media, PR, intellectual property, branding. And over the weekend together, we are going to show you how to position yourself as a captivating industry leader who gets those premium paying clients and aligned speaking opportunities without a huge following or hiring an expensive PR team. Basically, we about to bust your personal brand into the next stratosphere. Plus, you're going to enjoy a luxe venue with Miami vibes, get that decadent swag bag filled with pampering and business goodies, pose for a stack of juicy new lifestyle headshots, and of course, mouthwatering eats and treats that demand to be shown over on the gram. My favorite part is I've created the juiciest personal brand playbook that you're going to be able to fill out on the spot. So when you leave, you are ready to implement with strategy, confidence, and ease. So if you've been waiting for a sign that it's time to level up your presence and unleash your industry expertise, then this is the invitation that you have been waiting for. So here's the thing. We have limited spots available because we want to create this curated experience for every Every single one of you who get into that room. So once the spots are gone, they be gone. So if you know you want to be there, just visit bit.ly forward slash momentum retreat. Now let's get into the episode. So what what advice do you have for so there's women just moving in to their 2022 and they're like, okay, I maybe need a shoot for my business or for myself. What should they be thinking about in terms of finding the right person to shoot them? Like that photographer, how do you, cause there's, there's a lot of photographers. I know what my preferences are, but for people who have no idea, what advice do you have for them? I think that it's so important to find someone who understands exactly what you're about. So someone who wants to get to know you. The photographer is more than just the person that, you know, clicks the shutter on the camera and then delivers the photos. I feel like You have to be super clear and you need to communicate. And for me, what I love to do is I love to meet with people beforehand. Obviously, 
meetings nowadays are all, you know, Zoom or phone, but that's fine too. Like meet and talk and go through your expectations, your fears, what your brand is about, you know, any message that you're trying to convey to your audience, tell your photographer that. Like the communication beforehand for me helps me so much. It helps me to make sure I understand who I'm capturing. Because if you tell me that you're super shy, you know, you're an introvert, you you know, you you kind of like don't really you know, you're not super social, like all these things matter because it's going to help me to understand how do I get this person's personality to come out? Like I, if I didn't know that and a person shows up for their photo shoot, you know, it could be a really big issue. So I, I want people to open up and tell me about themselves and I share about myself. It sort of becomes like a, a friendly back and forth to make that photo shoot as smooth as possible. And for me, shout out to Sophia Barrett, who did my photos. She was exceptional at that. And it really helped to bring out the best part of me. And like you said, when they walk in, you know, it's like, where's my coffee? Oh my gosh, the morning is crazy. The traffic, I'm late, whatever the case may be. And then literally like the transformation from that to, you know, getting in front of the camera, it's really amazing to watch and to capture for me. So I do think with the communication piece, and of course, even before communicating, you have to know who you are and what you want (laughs) before all of the communication. Backtrack, guys. Backtrack. (laughs) Absolutely. Especially with branding, because it's like, well, what is your business about? Who are you trying to attract? What is the ultimate purpose behind this photo shoot? All of that matters, too. And you can't communicate that unless you know that first yourself. So definitely do that first, communicate that to your photographer. And then on the day of, it's just like clockwork because you've already done all the legwork beforehand. I love how she basically told you what I've been telling you. Get your brand right first, guys. You need to know who you are. You may fall. I don't know if this happens to you because I know you get a lot of referrals, but just that people come to you before they've done that work on who they are and then they expect you to figure it out. It happens. It does happen. And unfortunately, it kind of makes my job way harder than it needs to be because then I'm trying to tell you who you are, but I don't know who you are. You have to know that first. And it's really about being self-aware and, you know, especially with a personal brand, you know, we talked about curating and being intentional about what you share. It's the same thing with a photo shoot. You're not necessarily sharing every aspect of you, but the the part of you that you want to attract, you know, the audience that you you need or you want for your business growth. So that's, yeah, that's super important. And I'm sure people are going to have to do that, that work, that deep, <laughs> that deep time. Can I do that deep work? For yes. sure. For sure. I always tell people, mm. you can change you know, who your your target audience is and you can change different aspects of your brand, but you definitely need to start somewhere. You can't say, well, I want to attract everyone because that doesn't work. Why would you want to attract everyone? You know, everyone uh, be crazy. You do not want everybody. Absolutely. That's what I say. <laughs> I do not want everybody. In fact, you know, I'm cutting down how many people I want and making it really niche. So that way I can serve them the best. It's not even about being a snob. It's just I want to serve the people that come through my door with, you know, as much 
joy and passion. And I want to give them my all. And I can't give that to everyone. It's impossible to run a business, have a family life and all that if you're giving yourself to everyone. So no, all of that couple be empty quick, fast. Absolutely. So yeah, that's, that's kind of how I approach it. So I'm curious for wedding photography versus branding photography. You must approach these differently. And I wonder just because as people go out and try and find their key photographer, and I know you do both, but there are wedding photographers who should not be doing branding photography and branding photographers who should not be doing wedding photography. That's such a good point. I, right? I agree. I mean, first of all, weddings are a whole different, <laughs> whole different ball very game, different ball game. And you need experience. Yeah, same with branding, to be honest, because branding is actually a branch of commercial photography. So it, even the way you, you know, do the photo shoot from like a technical standpoint is different. On a wedding day, you don't have as much, you know, time to make the like it's not necessarily shot perfect yeah it's different like you're capturing tears laughs hugs you know kisses stuff like that but a branch shoot really does require that initial communication about the brand like i don't i mean for for weddings of course there's communication about you know your family members it's more emotional in fact so weddings i find have more emotions going on people feel, you know, super nervous, super anxious sometimes about different aspects of the wedding day. There's just so many moving parts. But with branding, you can still feel nervous, but it's not the same level of nerves. It's different. It's two different, different piles of nerves. I find like they're from two different parts of the brain. I think of like when I got married, there's, there's a lot of anxiety just around like people having a good time, but you looking good and it being about you and your, and your, potential partner and then also wanting everyone to be happy and capturing those moments. And then with the branding, it's like, okay, I'm about to go put myself out here in the world. How am I going to be perceived? Is this going to bring in business? Is it going to attract the right type of client? So I think we just both agree that you need to find a photographer who specializes in the area that you're saying you want to shoot. Absolutely. Yes. It's the same thing when I was a lawyer. You wouldn't hire a lawyer who doesn't do immigration if you're trying to find an immigration lawyer. You're not going to find a criminal lawyer for, you know, like it. it's the same thing with photography. You want someone who has some experience, who kind of like understands the basics of what you might need. And that all happens before you hire them. You, you know, speak to them, you find, you look at their portfolio, you find out what's important to them, who they serve, Call their references. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially, <laughs> if you're, especially if you're investing in their services, because I have heard of some horror stories. And that's part of the reason, actually, why I do photography coaching and mentoring, because I do think that sometimes there's a, a disconnect between being an amazing photographer, but not necessarily being a professional. And I think a professional about that. Yeah, it, it requires a lot more behind the scenes work. So it's not about the photos in that sense. It's more about how you run your business, how you run your systems and how you serve a client. And luckily, because I was a lawyer before, I kind of understand what that entails and what that should look like. And that's kind of helped me to be better at my photography job you know not perfect of course no one's perfect but definitely better definitely in high demand yeah and and working working with the team to help me achieve 
you know, good results for my clients. So all of that can really make a difference. So let's talk a little bit about this coaching and mentoring you do for photographers. I think it's such an amazing opportunity for people who are starting. Maybe they've been doing it. They're not successful yet. So maybe can you outline or is this an ongoing enrollment? So how does that work? Yeah, so I do have two ways for photographers to work with me. The one that is probably the most popular right now is my signature program where I get to work with a group of photographers at one time. And what I like about it is that we kind of have, it's almost like a support group, you know, friends or all sort of like going back and forth about what we're dealing with. It's definitely something that I'm super proud of because the people who I get to work with are some of, I would say, the most talented up and coming photographers. So at this moment, I am accepting new photographers into my program. We are just about to start in January 2022. And what I can say for sure is that it's all about building that back end of your business. So you may have beautiful photos and you may be, you know, doing fairly well as a photographer, but you may not have your contracts right, or you may not have your, you know, your whole process of onboarding clients right. And and sometimes that is the part that really helps you to get to that level of being a six-figure photographer. So I definitely take a lot of pride in helping photographers get to that point within my program. And I love that too, because in general, like you can have the most amazing product out there, but if you don't have good customer service, if you don't know how to manage your business, really, then you're just making beautiful photos and you are struggling and you are burnt out or you are disgruntled or you're bitter. All of these things I've been at one point in my life. And everyone needs a coach. Everyone needs somebody to guide them to the promised land if they've never been there. Absolutely. You've created a shortcut for people. So take it. Absolutely. And <laughs> I honestly wish I had that <laughs> when I started or when not even just when I started, when I decided like this is what I want to do full time. I still had to figure it out. I still had to, you know, do a lot of trial and error and it could have been so much easier. You know, someone just said, here you yes. go. Here's what works. Try this. You know, that would have made things so much easier. And but that's the whole purpose of starting the program. And it definitely, I think, is the thing that is missing for a lot of photographers. You Like when you go on YouTube, for example, you see tons of photography tutorials about, you know, taking great pictures, which is so important. And I don't think people should ignore the technical side of photography. But being an artist is also about running a business, you know, and being a great business owner and having a brand. So that's what I help people with. I love that. Well, Samantha, thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate all of the tips for any up and coming photographers listening. You know where to find what she needs. We're going to link to all of it in the show notes. And for anybody who wants to be looking for an amazing, go and see what photography is really about. I need you to go over to Samantha Clark's feed. So can you tell people where they can find you and connect with you? Absolutely. So I'm on Instagram at Samantha Clark and it's Clark with an E. And I also have my website, which is Samantha-Clark.com. I love it. Thank you for being here, Samantha. I can't wait to see what we create next. Thank you, Monique. Have a good one. 
If you enjoy this episode, then make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss the juice every single week. And if you thought this episode was super juicy, it would mean the world if you gave it a five-star rating and left a review over on iTunes so I could keep bringing the juice to more people who need it. And if you want to win some juicy swag, I want you to take a screenshot of this episode from wherever you're listening, then post it to your stories and tag me over on Instagram at MoniqueBrian underscore co. That's Brian with a Y and you will automatically be entered to win. Until next time, my lovelies, keep building that brand over a business and raising your juicy CEO status.